Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean and Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin. I'm a certified health coach, trainer, and author. And this podcast is for middle-aged men and women looking to optimize their health and get their bodies back to what it once was 10 to 15 years ago. I will give you simple, actionable items to get long-term sustainable results. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and hopefully you had a great weekend. Happy Tuesday if you're listening to this on Tuesday. And hopefully you listened to my interview with Dr. Don Lehman. We touched all about protein, the importance of amino acids, how protein can play a role in losing weight. So definitely check out that interview. That's episode 179. And today I wanted to touch on a um, actually a question I was asked in an interview. And I always ask my guests, for the most part, you know, what's one tip you could give someone? I actually got asked, what, what are three tips you could give someone that's looking to get their health in order? And I said, you know what? I'm going to make a podcast of it uh, because it never hurts to get reminded of this stuff. And I'm sure we've all heard it if you've listened to my podcast or any other health and wellness prod- podcasts. But I wanted to touch on those three, uh, those three tips in this one. And number one is prioritizing sleep. And I think that, you know, this is something that can get overlooked by a lot of people, especially, you know, obviously if you have small kids, uh, sleep is probably thrown out the window. Uh, But I think we have to just do our best with the situation that we have. And one of the ways to do that is to develop a solid and sound sleep routine. And, you know, we always talk about a morning routine and a morning routine is important as well because that can help you with sleep. And I'm going to touch on one of those things that I like to do in the morning, but, you know, developing a sleep routine, I think it comes down to just, you know, prioritizing it, making sure that you have about an hour before bedtime where you start to wind, wind, wind down, excuse me, I would say at least an hour. Um, You can get some blue blocking glasses. I don't have mine here right now, but I wear those, you know, let's say I go to bed on average 10, 10 30. By the time eight comes around, I got those on. Um, I wouldn't say they're the most fashionable things to wear, but I don't really care. <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot of different blue blocking companies out there. And, you know, the main thing with that is obviously blocking out screens. And, you know, it, 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 you know, we all know that, you know, blue light from the screens can suppress melatonin and uh, make it difficult to fall asleep. So that's the first thing I'll do. Next is I would say is, you know, what will help you probably don't even need the glasses if you turn off electronics or you're not watching any TV. I know some people like to wind down and watch TV. I mean, I typically don't. I will, um, I mean, not to say that I haven't, but I would say for the most part, I try to read, um, perhaps do a little bit of meditation, you know, even if it's just like a 10 minute um, meditation that you find on, on, you know, some of these apps out there, there's probably about a thousand of them. Um, I use a few different ones. If you want, let me see, I could tell you which ones, but, um, if you just search sleep apps, you'll find plenty of them or meditative apps. Um, 10% is one of them that I've used before. And, um, either way, 10 minute meditation doesn't have to be an hour breath work. Although I have been doing hour breath works and those are great as well. Um, by Avi Green. Greenberg, who I've had on my podcast. So check that out if you want to learn more about breathwork. That is just, I think, a powerful free tool that we all should be using. Um, 
but some other tips around a sleep routine would be avoiding caffeine, obviously, before bedtime. Um, exercise, exercising regularly. Just don't do it right before bed, but exercise can help us sleep. And we're going to touch on that a little, a little bit. Um, and I would say those are the main ones. I, you know, another one might be, you know, not eating too close to bed. That could hamper a good um, restful sleep, especially if it's some type of sugary snack. So, you know, I think reading a book, doing a little bit of meditation, um, just winding down the day um, and doing that not perhaps in front of a screen, I think can really help with quality sleep. You know, you, you might have to look into supplementation. Some people do. Um, but uh, if you could avoid that, I would say that would be the best way to get a sound sleep. Um, my next tip that I'm going to touch on is... I think helpful in the sense that it could help you get a sound sleep and that's going for a morning walk. Um, I don't want to, I said that loud, but my dogs are right here, but anyways, we just went on one. So, uh, so, you know, getting up, getting some sunlight on your face and in your eyes is really important for that sleep wake cycle. You know, we have this 24 hour circadian rhythm, um, regarding which, which pretty much controls a ton of functions, hormone regulation, appetite, and so when you're seeing sunshine in the morning, um, this is a great way to just signal to the body to slow down melatonin and get you into a wakeful and energy state. Um, cortisol arise in the morning. So, you know, getting out, going for that morning walk can actually help take play a role in also getting good sleep quality um, because you know, gets that circadian rhythm. And if you're doing it on this during a, a, like the same time every day, I think that helps as well. And that's another tip I'll say regarding sleep is making sure that you're for the most part going to bed around the same time and waking up at the same time. Um, quality sleep um, involves, you know, keeping it consistent day in, day out. And, you know, also obviously alcohol can hamper uh, sleep quality as well. So, so yeah, my first tip was prioritizing sleep, which we touched on a bunch. Going for that morning walk is so big. I mean, I have dogs and I take them out, but even if you don't, just getting the sunlight on your face, you know, it's a great mood mood enhancer. Um, you know, mental health. You know, we talk about easing. You know, perhaps there's some seasonal, um, of what they call it SAD, which is like seasonal affective disorder. You know, even when the winter comes um, during the cold climates, you know, especially in Chicago here you know, sun exposure is a minimum, but even just getting out, even just getting out, even if it's a bit cold, throw some layers on and get out. Um, so I, I, I really think that's so important. You know, we all know sun can help boost serotonin levels and which is the brain sort of happy hormone. So definitely something that you want to do first thing in the morning. And that is part of my morning routine, but my next tip and my last one that I'll mention, cause I could probably do it two hour podcast on this is, uh, lifting weights. Um, you know, doing some type of resistance training every week. Um, you know, we all know that, you know, exercise, um, can help induce autophagy, which is like a cell turnover, um, which, uh, fasting can do as well. But there are some studies showing that exercise is just as effective as it is, if not more effective in inducing autophagy, which is like almost like your body's way of just cleaning out the damaged cells. Um, so exercise has so many benefits beyond that. 
that is a big one. I mean, obviously maintaining muscle tissue and strength as you age, you know, um, it can also contribute to better balance coordination, you know, reducing the risk of falls, things like that, preserving bone density. I mean, these are all such crucial things. And, you know, I just see a lot of people who are aging, just not, not get into the weight training part of it. You know, they might go for walks, which is great. They might garden or do things, but even if it's your own body weight, I think some type of strength training program, and this is why getting a coach is so helpful, especially early on and talk about helping with sleep. I mean, you know, exercise can also improve sleep, also reduce, you know, any type of depression or seasonal depression. Um, so, you know, bone density, balance, strength, muscle tissue, reducing the risk of falls. I mean, sarcopenia is some, is a real thing. This is, you know, um, muscle loss as we age, you know, strength training can also help with fat loss as well, you know, cause you're, 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 you can rev, help rev metabolism, you know, and you know, you burning calories after your workout. Right. So while you're even in that rested state, um, so having, having muscle also helps you become more insulin sensitive. You know, when you're eating different meals, it helps you uptake and, um, distribute out, um, you know, insulin, glucose, maintain those levels. So, you know, strength training is critical as you age. It's critical for anybody, but especially if you're, you know, 40, 50 plus, um, just to, um, obviously maintain all the things that I've mentioned here. So those are the three that came to my mind right off the bat, you know, and just keep in mind as far as muscle mass that people, you know, people lose between three and 5% of muscle mass per decade. So you have to work that much harder to maintain or preserve muscle mass as you age. It's not like when you're in your twenties where, you know, yes, it's important, but, um, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily, your hormones are shooting out the roof and you're not necessarily losing strength. Um, but as you age, you are. So, um, those were my three tips that in a recent interview, which isn't out yet, um, they asked me and I said, you know what? Those are the ones that came to the top of my mind. And I got to say, I'll stick with those. I mean, we can come up with a few other ones, obviously, but prioritizing sleep, going for that morning walk and adding some type of strength training. If you could do it two to three times a week, I think would be ideal. That would be ideal. So you have any questions, um, email me, brian at briangrin.com. If you want to ask about my fat burner blueprint, um, feel free. I work in a six month program, working with individuals, 40 plus mainly males helping, uh, you know, work on sleep, stress, um, prioritizing workouts. We're, we're working on meal timing, nutrition, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, and that's a six month program. So ask, you shoot me an email and we can, and we can touch base and talk more, see if you're a fit. So that's all I want to touch on base. That's all I want to touch base with today. Um, I hope you have a great week and um, looking forward to another Friday interview. So check out for that and have a great rest of the week. And we'll talk to you on Friday. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine. And I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.